Hi friends and welcome to Without the Footnotes, not your typical Holocaust lecture with me, your host Estherini. I've been on a bit of a hiatus somewhat. I was only going to take a week off but it ended up being two um, just because I need more time to get myself together for season three and also I felt like I needed a little bit of a break but all good now. Um, this I'm not going to actually start with season three this week um, just because there, I'm sure you've seen in the news about Israel and Palestine and I feel like there's so much going on at the moment that I just did want to make a short episode about um, conscious activism and um, what we can do to support people when um, we see human rights violations going on because I've seen quite a lot of disturbing stuff happening and yeah I just wanted to have a little chat about that and maybe just make an episode that can be somewhat of a go-to reference point for how to approach really quite volatile and complicated situations in the age of social media (laughs) um so yeah that's all I'm gonna just really short episode this week I'm going to speak on that a little bit and hopefully provide you with a bit of perspective and some tools moving forward um yeah when when uh these kinds of uh quite global issues arise so without further ado I'm just going to crack on with the episode Okay, here we go. So I'm going to speak about Israel and Palestine. As I said in the intro, I'm sure a lot of you have, I mean, you can't escape it on the news. A lot of you have seen the news and social media. A lot of you have seen what's going on. And perhaps it isn't the first time that you've heard about um, the conflict between Israel and Palestine. But I feel like this is the first time that violence has escalated um, very quickly and on a very alarming scale and yeah the first time in probably a few years a good few years that that's happened so I just thought I would um, speak a little bit about it today because also over the last week I've seen a lot of things that concern me when it comes to allyship regarding the situation right now so I do think there is a responsibility there to offer my perspective as an educator Um, I will say before I go on though to anybody listening to this please take note of your own personal biases both conscious and unconscious whilst I offer my perspective innocent people regardless of background never deserve to suffer that's just that's just a given I will not be making any blanket statements about what is happening in Israel and Palestine. If you want an expert take on what is going on, please seek out the actual experts because for me to speak on it would require extensive footnotes and this is not what my podcast is about. I speak on things that I feel I am well-versed enough to speak on and the actual intricacies of all the issues going on right now is not something that I have... um, dipped my toe in to to be able to be informed enough to then be relaying that information to other people um so I'm just being a responsible educator here um but I will speak on um what I feel comfortable speaking on which is um how to approach these kinds of situations when you need to um you need to be a conscious activist and make sure that you are 
being responsible in um, the issues that you get behind and, and what you advocate for. Anyway, this is what I think it's important to say right now. Israel is a state in an ongoing volatile, volatile situation with Palestine. I think we all know that. Since its establishment in 1948, it has operated under an official state of emergency. And I feel unless you are unfortunate enough to come from a country with a similar background, many of us have no idea what living under those conditions feels like, how that shapes a government or a society, or what the ongoing tensions are, never mind how the state's geopolitical standing um, within the Middle East and on a world stage contributes towards that also. So for the majority, we have a very generalised view of what is happening between Israel and Palestine. Um, A lot of our information does come from the media. And over the last week, there has been so much information, (laughs) so much information put out there that touches on a wide range of very nuanced issues within the state. And I see... A lot of influencers posting about how simple this is to understand. And whilst I think that may be true if you look at each issue individually, when you put them all together and yeah, when you put them all together, you have a very, very complicated picture. And if the solution were simple, peace talks would have been successful long before now. And people wouldn't have to do like whole university degrees just to try to understand what is going on. So I've been seeing this extremely strong rhetoric of this is only about good and evil. And in my view, that's a very dangerous way to look at the situation as it completely negates the complexity of the multifaceted issues that Israel and Palestine face not to mention making a negative blanket statement about Israeli society in general within which there is coexistence not only between Israelis and Palestinians but also between the multiple groups of different national identities that live there this is not me advocating that it's a perfect existence but I'm just saying we cannot make a generalized view uh, we cannot take a generalised view of what we think um, it looks like to live there, basically. So it's very easy for us as living outside of the place to to get behind a cause with little to no regard for the intricacy of how this late, latest eruption of violence has come into fruition, especially if we hear things like good versus evil, this side or that side, things like that make us uh, might make us align with... Um, one-dimensional perspectives and why I think that's highly problematic is because there will be repercussions for the communities both within Israel and Palestine and for the communities in the diaspora because of this this is because all all the combinations of the issues that Israelis and Palestinians face are actually what fuel the fire for escalation into violence. So at the very least, we need to approach this situation with duality because what I can tell you with conviction is our response to what is happening now will contribute and have a direct effect both within within Israel and Palestine and internationally. There has been, and you might have seen it in the media already, there has been an instant rise in anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. 
And because of this alone, we should be doing everything within our power right now not to dehumanise the people who are living the situation in real time. That, for me, is the very, very basics of it. If we start using specific ways to look at this, it's almost instant dehumanisation of people, if not just instant. Um, so in terms of activism I think our focus right now should be on an immediate de-escalation of violence and it's also integral to separate the majority of the people living peacefully within Israel and Palestine from the actions of the Israeli government Hamas and the extremists that fall on both sides Um, if you want to be well versed on this issue it is perfectly okay to take your time I've seen so many posts right now that's that demand an immediate reaction from people um statements like you're either this or that you're for or against say something now or you're not for it blah 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 like one of the ones I've seen that I really really disagree with is if you don't care about this then you're not for human rights in general I don't think that's very fair I think people are allowed to take their time to inform themselves and also it takes time to form what your own personal opinion is I didn't I don't form opinions on things like overnight I also am open to changing my opinion and that also can take time and um yeah research so I think it is fine if like if you want to approach it like that with your activism if you want to be like instant but I don't think it's for everybody and I do think people should also be mindful of the backlash that you might receive as this has always been a very, very polarising issue and you have human rights activists and influencers who shy away from, and educators who shy away from talking about this topic because of how charged and how polarising the conversations can be and are. Personally, I like to take my time I'm not a very reactionary person in that sense. I allow my, the, myself the space I need to educate myself and formulate opinions. And I will always encourage people to do the same. Um, I put out this podcast knowing that I'm going to talk over a, a wealth of issues. But in no respect do I think that that's where the conversation ends. I don't. When I talk on topics on this podcast... I don't think that you that I just I've given people all the information that they need to know. It's more like people's perspectives and people's um understandings of issues should act, act as a springboard for your own um investigation into those things. Um I would also um advise people to double and triple check your sources when you're reposting on social media. Make sure the issue that you're getting behind is something you can back up personally when you speak on the topic. Find podcasts, read books and articles, speak to people you may know who who may know more about the topic than you t- you do um or can point you in different directions or or in the right directions for something you're trying to find. Um, and have op- open conversations about it as well um, formulate your opinions from all perspectives it doesn't mean you have to agree everything but you but I, I like to be versed on all sides of an argument and understand it from all perspectives and then see where I where where my own personal morals and everything and ethics lie um, 
be aware that speaking about one aspect of the issues that Israel and Palestine face doesn't create the whole picture. Um, so it might take like just in that regard, it might take you a really long time to build a whole picture for yourself. Um, be mindful that when things like these arise, that they require conscious activism. Whilst I create content for educational purposes and advocate for proactive knowledge, it is my responsibility also, um, whilst I'm encouraging you to be active, to take a critical approach and make sure that you're truly getting behind causes that you um, that really speak to who you are and what you believe in personally and something that you're in it for the long game you're not just going to dip in and dip out I think when we are really looking at human rights issues and advocating for people that um, it's something that we should continue to do not just when um, when the violence erupts it should be something that we carry with us every day and we be conscious of whether that's through donation or advocacy or um educating yourself remember i put the whole list up about how you can get involved in genocide awareness month and it it had all different a whole list of different things that you can do and what to to kind of normalize it for yourself and and slot into your day-to-day um so that you become someone who's just active day-to-day proactive day-to-day um yeah so get behind the causes that speak to who you are and what you believe in personally so that um you can do this kind of conscious activism continuously um whilst I am happy to facilitate and guide you through very difficult um things like human rights issues and genocide and the holocaust all that kind of stuff um I think I said in the very first episode, I am not the oracle. This is a gateway to personal development and collective action. And I want to build a community of critical thinkers who think consciously and objectively about the world around them and who care about alleviating the suffering of others. That's it at the end of the day. Um, And yeah, this what I do or what I say isn't the be all and end all of everything and it shouldn't be for anybody else who's within the same sphere of influence in terms of educating on these these kinds of issues um I will always and above everything wish for the safety of people and that's what I wish for um like everybody who's living in Israel and Palestine right now I absolutely first and foremost wish for the end of the violence that is being perpetrated absolutely everybody deserves to live peacefully and I think far too many lives have already been lost and far too much damage has already been done and I think we should all be doing what we can to contribute to all of this calming down and for the peoples to be able to move forward with openness and understanding in mind because even when the violence ends, there is going to be a lot of work that is going to be needed to be done to repair relations between, um, yeah, between Israelis and Palestinians, both within both within Israel and Palestine and outside of it. So, um, this is just if this is an issue that you're getting behind, this is just the very very beginning of the work. That's that's what I would say um to anybody that does wish to speak to me on this topic 
I just want to say first and foremost that I will not engage in a charged conversation about this. This is a personal boundary that is firmly set. If you want to come and have an open conversation, that's fine. But as I said, this topic is not specifically my area of expertise. So I can only approach it from the areas that are so like human rights, political philosophy, that kind of thing. And um, personal experience. So I think that's all I really got to say today. I'm a bit um, cautious about talking about this because, as I said, this is a very polarising issue. And when you speak on these kinds of things, it does open you up to being vulnerable to the people who have very, very passionate views about the situation. So this pod today is just about taking a step back being conscious about your activism and getting behind causes that truly speak to you and being able to back that up with being well-versed on the issue that you're talking about. Um, Finally, if you do want to help out, please, please, please make donations. Seek out the NGOs with boots on the ground who will make sure those donations go directly to the communities that need them. As I said, Once the violence has ended, that's when the work to rebuild starts and that's when people absolutely need the support of the international community and people who care about human rights issues. Um, Yeah, and I think that's all for this week. Uh, You can contact me on info at withoutthefootnotes.org. You can also DM me on Instagram at without the footnotes. Next week, I will be back with season three. Um, so it will be back to normal programming. And yeah, I think that's all I have to say. Everybody, please stay safe. And I'll catch you next time. Ciao.